0: The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one London low dealer in the Midwest at 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the true magazine for the Midwest sportsman, at MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza. On 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, Illinois, where the sandwich is the sandwich. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant, or a restaurant just for you and that special person at One South Lagrange Road in downtown LaGrange at gpitaliano.com (laughs) 708-325-4590.
1: streams find a world that embraces free open spaces come and follow me
0: hello everyone this is chauncey from chauncey's great outdoors come on out and follow me into the great outdoors whether it's close to home or across this great country come on out and follow me Well, hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. I'm glad we're with you this morning, afternoon, or evening, whatever time of the day you're listening to us, on the ESPN Chicago app. That's a download for free. Just download it for free, and it's as easy as pushing one, two, three, and you're listening to Chauncey. But, you know, uh, if you notice something this morning, yes, it's called you need to put a jacket on. (laughs) Ooh, haven't had to really put one on that much yet but you know we live in the upper midwest and it's cold and uh but what a beautiful couple of days that we had oh you remember going out and feeling the sun and the warmth wasn't it just gorgeous i loved it loved it loved it but i mean i was really excited about that but you know mother nature uh she's done <laughs> she says get ready for winter Get the jacket out, get your boots out, get ready for winter, folks. says, we're not going to get sloppy yet, but I'm just telling you, you're going to have to work into it. Okay, Mother Nature, we're going to listen to you. Okay, I also want to wish all of my friends from the Marine Corps a happy birthday this past uh, Wednesday. No, I'm sorry, Thursday, <laughs> past Thursday. Um, I called my friend the Commandant and wished him a good day and a happy birthday, and he said, Chauncey, It's not a proper Marine Corps birthday unless I call him and wish him and the rest of his fellow Corps members a happy birthday. Semper Fi, my friend, Chauncey. Semper Fi. (laughs) I love this guy. But we need to talk about this week's show. On this week's show, we're going to have Kathy Andrews Wright, who's the editor of the Outdoor Illinois Journal. And this uh, magazine was something that was available to all the sportsmen for many years and when it's in print version. and now it's an electronic version for the last couple of years. And uh, they're trying to get it back into people excited about reading it. But you know, Kathy's the editor, and her assistant, one of the people that are helping her, Jose Burgos, who's using his talent at translating to bring more people into the outdoors. So he's taking these articles and we're going to learn about it and how he's translating them into Spanish. So those the people who it's easier for them to read the Spanish language will be able to learn more about the outdoors of Illinois. I I think this is great. Not just, this is great for kids, adults, teenagers, everybody to just to learn a little bit more about what they can do in Illinois. Okay, and then um Let's see what else is coming up on the Today Show. Oh, yeah, Jim (laughs) O'Neill, my good friend, a very young angler, very talented young angler, has been sending me too many photos of these huge salmon that he's been catching in southeast Wisconsin streams that are connected to Lake Michigan. I mean, these are huge fish that they're popping out of these streams. And I says, how are you doing this? He goes, well, well, we'll have me on the show and we'll talk about it. I said, okay, Jim, that sounds good. (laughs) But he's very good angler. You see him on Midwest Outdoors. He writes for uh, Midwest Outdoors and some other magazine. He's a smallmouth guru on Lake Michigan. So if you ever get a hear about him doing a seminar, you want to be there listening. Because he, he just doesn't talk. He shows you. He explains to you. And that's why I like having Jim on, phone, on the show, rather. So that's a cool thing. And then, of course, in our last segment of the show, we're going to have the Aiden Fishing Report and some other outdoor information, maybe a little fishing, maybe a little bit of hunting, all kinds of stuff that's coming out there. Uh, I'm sure you've all heard about this. If you didn't, you need to be a friend of ours on our Facebook page at Chauncey's Great Outdoors because we had a big... Little blurb there, are some great photos of a ten and a half pound smallmouth bass that was caught uh, in the Great Lake system. I'm like, you, you got to go on the line and check it out. You're, you're going to go, whoa, it's really cool, Lake Erie. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, it, he's just the the angler did it. Uh, he had his kid on the boat with them. It's just a great story about him catching this huge, huge uh, fish and. They kept the fish alive. They weighed the fish, and I every article I looked up and read, I didn't see it. I'm trying to get a hold of him because I'm pretty sure he released it so it could be once again out in the great outdoors. Can't go wrong with that uh well we talked about that we talked about that it, there's so much stuff going on i mean you know santa claus is at all the best pro shop stores now uh so if you're looking to get your photo with uh, santa and you know some of the stores will let you bring the dog to have a photo at santa if you don't have kids you want your little puppy or duck or goose or whatever you got you know <laughs> to, to have your photo at santa just call the store and double check with them before um uh, okay we covered that we covered that i'm just trying to make sure if we got of everything that we want to talk about it is november it is hunting season in many areas if you're going to be hunting in wisconsin with deer season coming up later in this month it's even in illinois uh it's nothing wrong if you're going to be in a boat wear an orange hat a vest it'll always keep you safe and don't forget that life jacket So let's get on with today's show. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks Marine is now taking deposits for the 2023 London Low Boats. That's right. The assembly line is working on those 2023 models and the Waterworks Marine wants you to get the boat of your dreams and get on the water and enjoy a day with your friends and family. But if you have a boat and need service, parts, supplies or any of those water fun tollable items, only make one stop at Waterworks and get on the water faster. Give them a call at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com and tell them. Chauncey sent you. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again.
2: You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors magazine. For only fourteen ninety five big issues loaded with the best of fishing hunting and the great outdoors each one packed with how to and where to go information you can use all year long call 1-800-606-FISH inside each issue you'll find timely in-depth articles on fishing techniques hunting strategies equipment reviews and new product showcases fishing or hunting it's all covered what are you waiting for call 1-800-606-FISH
0: 2037. That's 847-838-2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! That's the sound you'll hear at the Illinois Conservation Foundation Director's Hunt taking place on November 28th and 29th, right after Thanksgiving, at the new location, the Jim Edgar Panther Creek State Fish and Wildlife Area in central Illinois near Springfield. This hunt will include lunch and a banquet dinner on the 28th, overnight lodging, as well as breakfast on the 29th. Hunting guides and dogs will be provided if needed. For more information, go to the IL Conservation. Dot org that's i l for special early bird pricing and save on groups of four make your plans i'll be there get them you're listening to chauncey on chauncey's great outdoors radio network for more information contact us at chauncey media at aol.com This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks boat sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills 708 798 9700 You can't catch
3: fish.
4: You can't catch fish. You're listening
3: to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN no, 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 AM 1000 in no, you Chicago.
2: No, I no, no. I I I got no. a little story about a city boy. They came no. through Wisconsin, up from Illinois, so we can no. enter. The big fish contest, it's a thousand no. bucks cash for the biggest and the best, but I told them. No. Guy, you're making a mistake. You don't stand a chance, catch a fish on the slate, cause no. hey, you can pray you want to wish. But let me tell you something, guy, you can't fish. Hey everybody, welcome
0: back to Chauncey's did, Great Outdoors. And I don't wanna say this is the educational part of the show, but that's a little bit of the educational part of the show. <laughs> we have on the line with me uh, two really cool people. First of all, we have Kathy Andrews Wright, who is the editor of the Outdoor Illinois Journal, which, for you, a more mature sportsman from Illinois will remember the magazine that the DNR had uh, for a number of years that... Uh, has been resurrected uh, for a while now with uh, Kathy as as the editor. And the other person we have in as a new person to their group is Jose and... Is it Burgos? Am I saying that, Jose? You're saying it correctly, Burgos. Burgos. Jose Burgos, who is the... Uh, legislative liaison. He's also a translator, and he's you know he's got a degree in communications and all this other stuff, and he's now working with them. And we're going to find out from Kathy and him why he's part of the staff. But this is such a cool, cool, cool thing that magazine is for Illinois, and I want people to learn more about that. Kathy, tell people what Outdoor Illinois Journal is.
5: Arthur Illinois Journal is an online, uh, we call it an e-zine, an online quarterly publication that is a collaborative effort um, led by the National Great Rivers Research and Education Center um, in partnership with the Illinois Department of Natural Resources. And uh, within the Department of Natural Resources, we're working with the divisions of wildlife, natural heritage, and fisheries. Um, A quarterly publication, we um, post stories all about plants and animals and places to visit in Illinois and research that's taking place and people that are doing great things on the landscape. Um, It's really just a broad overview about various aspects of the nature of Illinois.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, one of the things that I I love about this, I loved about the magazine before and I love it even more now, is that it's all the stuff that you're not going to Pick up in newspapers and uh and different things like that in print you you hear some a lot of this stuff you'll hear on my show over time November first uh there was an article about the history making deer hunt where the gentleman you know harvested the first deer in Cook county illinois uh that's a great article uh there's and then there's an article about fisheries there's an article there. i mean it's like land the wildlife the the people that are doing these things, people in fisheries that this information is coming out. And this is what I love about it because it gives that information to the people who like myself and everybody else. I know who enjoys the outdoors. They learn something. It's the G whiz factor of the outdoor of Illinois. Gee whiz. I didn't know that, <laughs> you know? And I mean, this is the cool thing. And, you said it's a quarterly magazine, right?
5: Right. It, it comes out on the 1st of February, May, August, and November. Mm-hmm. So in each one of those, you're going to get a lot of seasonal um, stories, what, what's happening at that time of the year or what you can expect to see as you're out and about.
0: Mm-hmm. And this is all archived, right?
5: Oh, definitely. It is all archived, and it's um, a really easy search tool on there. So if you happen to um, be in a conversation with somebody a few years down the road, it's easy for you to pull up that article and, and uh, share it with them. Make sure that they are um, up to date on what's going on.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I'm on the site right now, and I'm, I'm, I'm really curious. I'm going to click on calendar, see what pops up on me here. Oh, it's up and coming events in the state. And this is such a cool item. You know, different programs that are going through them the, this month, next month, and stuff like that. Kathy, I didn't even touch that one before. I, I learned something today.
5: <laughs> Very good. Always something changing on the site.
0: Yeah, there's always something. And I have to give you a huge amount of credit. There's a, a, a an article that I was reading while I was waiting for us to do the interview, or I should say, I was waiting for myself to learn how to dial a phone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But there was an article about the use of lures and baits in trapping and why they use these lures to trap, you know, animals. And trapping is a long-established way of controlling wildlife, nuisance catching, et cetera, et cetera. And some of the best outdoorsmen I've ever met have been trappers, and when you read an article about how they do things, you go, "Wow, these guys are really and ladies are really good." And I mean, there's
5: is, there is a lot of a lot of knowledge and skill and art that goes into um, into the work that the trappers are doing. It's it's pretty amazing once you really get a chance to delve into that, as Tim Kelly, the author of that story, does for us. Um, it's it's amazing.
0: Yeah. No, and I have to, I, like I said, I'm not picking, I mean, there's many, 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 many other stories, but I just picked up on that one because I was having a conversation about someone, about a a deer that I was, I was deer hunting once. I I shot a deer and I, a friend of mine called his buddy up and he gave me a lesson for two hours on track, tracking this deer. And I was like, Oh my gosh. (laughs) I mean, we could have found it in 10 minutes, but I got a two-hour lesson of the outdoors. And now look at this. The deer did this. The deer, I, go, I would have never noticed that. And this, is, wh- this is where uh, somebody like that. But the thing is, we have Jose on the line with us. Jose, you there, my friend? Of course I am. Oh, of course you are. I'm right here. <laughs> Jose, you were brought into this to what I am so happy about. You were brought into Outdoor Illinois. To do your one of your many hats that you wear at your desk, uh, the desk of uh, the hat of wearing, uh, taking off the liaison hat, putting on the translator hat, but bringing these articles into another
4: language, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's right. I happen to be a a translator. I have a background in translation studies. and now, after learning about the, the journal, after realizing the great work that has been done and the importance of the message that um, that the journal is, is communicating, I immediately realized that there was a, an opportunity to expand the message to reach the two, over 2 million Spanish speakers we have here in Illinois. Um, the mission of not just the, the department but specifically the information that you find in this journal is is the information that we recognize can be extremely important for the people in Illinois but also people around the world that are now looking at some of the work that is happening in Illinois and and learning from it. Specifically the the latest or one of the articles that we that I translated for this latest edition the the new science bird migration affects directly some of the the areas in in Latin America and it's important that as i as i share we agree with the team that if we have someone seeking information about Illinois about um some of the, the things that we're that are happening here that they can access to it in Spanish with a translation that, that makes sense and that makes, um, makes our, our mission, uh, a little more accessible to, to everyone. So it's been, it's been wonderful overall.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, and really, it's, it's not just, you have to think in a broader aspect for people listening to the program here, uh, we're speaking with Kathy, uh, Andrew's right, who's the editor of Outdoor Illinois Journal. And we've got Jose Burgos on the phone here with us, also, who helps out with the magazine, but he's also the legislative liaison. He's a translator, he's a communications person, and he probably does Windows or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he probably empties his own garbage can just because he's, you know, they're always short-staffed in the DNR. But, I mean, you got so many t- things that you do there. And I, I love this, Jose. And, I mean, but really, I, I look at it this way, Jose. You've got kids. You, you have adults that English is a second language, okay? Mm-hmm. And they're so f- they process the Spanish language faster. Mm-hmm. They can speak they They're able to speak English, but your the brain is programmed to read and understand understand the spanish a lot faster and then uh that's like me growing up as a kid uh, I grew up in a polish neighborhood i mm-hmm. you know I spoke English, and if somebody spoke polish to me it uh, I had to process every, the things in my mind you know what i'm saying
4: mm-hmm. to, to, Absolutely. I'm, and and to your point, recently we actually had a Hispanic family uh, who showed up at one of our uh, facilities uh, seeking uh, to take one of our safety courses for hunting and we realized that this family, although uh, they're obviously Illinoisans who and the boy who was seeking the certification is a student of the Chicago Public School District, which I happen to be a former teacher there too. So um, we realized uh, that there is uh, a need, Uh, to translate, not just necessarily to communicate, because at this point we have people uh, who, like you were pointing out, it's not like they don't necessarily know Spanish, but they have been, I mean, English, I'm sorry, but -hmm. they have been raised in an environment where some of this terminology has been used in Spanish. And if we can present it in both languages, then all we're doing is uh, facilitating the experience, because ultimately what we want is for people to spend time outdoors outdoors for people to connect to nature, for people to benefit from all the mental health and all the physical health uh, benefits associated with spending time in nature. That's fundamentally what we want. The Latino culture specifically uh, has a natural connection to the outdoors. It's no secret that uh, this culture has historically been the culture who has protected land and has always... Advocated for the conservation and protection of our, protection of our natural resources. So, uh, when we're translating, or when now this step that the journal is taking is basically to promote fundamentally that nature is is important, is necessary for the human development, and it enriches the human experience. And it is the one step that we can take as, as a department uh, to. To make this this message accessible to to those who communicate uh, in in Spanish primarily, or even if a, if they use it as a secondary language,
0: Jose, I want you to know, you just took a silver hammer and boinged me right between the eyes because I I'm a hunter safety instructor, and mm-hmm. and when you said this family wanted to go. And get the hundred, go through hundred safety class, and we didn't have anything for them in Spanish. And I
4: went, uh, yeah, and Mm -hmm. (laughs) we do now. We We do do now. now. Well, we do now. Yes, um, yes. But we we were (laughs) we were caught a little bit by surprise. Yes.
0: Well, yeah, I I, yes, Mm -hmm. I, I think. There's not many people who can make me stop, and you did a good job of it this, <laughs> this morning.
4: And, and, and if you want to take this story a bit further, yeah, earlier earlier you mentioned Mr. Guzman, the yeah. first man to legally har- harvest a deer in Chicago in 150 years. So this gentleman is bilingual, um, and he's very obviously very proud of of his of his roots, mm-hmm. and. And in an ideal world, we will have volunteers like Mr. Guzman helping some of our young Illinoisans yeah. who would like to uh, get their field evaluation done, maybe in Spanish and English uh, at the same time. So we're we're thinking actively, how can we make this process now that we know, now that we know that they, this family exists, this kid exists, they want to get their sort of certifications now the job is is to simply make it make it happen wow
0: i am just (laughs) i'm I'm floored because you've opened up a, a thousand doors in my brain and I'm going, my goodness, you're right, you're right. You're right. Look at this. Think of that. I mean, nature heals. Nature, you know, I grew up in the city of Chicago also. And the neighborhood I grew up in was Englewood. Someone could say, oh, that was 100 years ago. It wasn't pretty when I was there, folks. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but I'm just like, nature will bring you out. Nature will help you. Whatever it is, and a magazine like Outdoor Illinois Journal, it is going to show you what we have, what what what's available, what we're doing, what people are doing, and it's going to give you the opportunity now to see it and read it in two different languages. Ah! I could kiss you both right now. <laughs> I could kiss you both right now. That is unbelievable.
4: Thank you so much for what you're doing, Jose. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity now to let your audience know about yeah. our efforts. And, and I, obviously, as I always said, it's, it is a pleasure to be a public servant in the greatest state of, of Illinois. So mm-hmm. whatever we can do to, act, to make nature more accessible, we will.
0: Hey, enjoy Illinois. It's right in your own backyard.
4: <laughs> that's
0: right. You know, it really is. Kathy, uh, I don't want to say I kind of ignored you, but I kind of ignored you. <laughs> no,
5: that's okay. I just Now you can see why I was so excited um, when I shared with you the news that we were going into Spanish and that we had Jose's help. And um, I, I just thought that you'd be an excellent way to help us let more people know about the expansion of Outdoor Illinois Journal.
0: Oh, my goodness. I, I, I'm just, well... Like I said, not many people have been able to shut me up for a while. He did a good job.
5: <laughs> well, Tomsi, I want to put in one other plug before, oh, yeah. before yeah, we sign off. Um, if, pe- if some of the readers have not checked out Outdoor Illinois Journal in the last few months, um, I want to make sure that they, they get back in there and look at it. Because starting with the August edition, um, so now August and November stories, we have added a new partner, the Division of Fisheries, for IDNR. And so these are the first, starting in August is the first time that we're really focusing on the angling aspect of Illinois. Mm-hmm. And so I think people will be really excited to read some of those stories. Um, we're focusing story a series on the state fish hatcheries and the production process, the science and management behind producing fish that people perhaps are catching and serving for dinner. Um, We're doing stories on um, the various survey of uh, fisheries in lakes, ponds, and reservoirs. We have stories that are coming from the urban fishing program and really focusing on getting kids out. Let's get kids fishing. Here's some easy tips for um, starting, starting out mm-hmm. a fishing experience and making it enjoyable for both the children and the adults. So um, please take a look at it and um, check out some of the new fishery, fisheries angles.
0: Okay, and to look at it, where do they go?
5: They're going to o2outdoor.wildlifeillinois.org go to or a simple search on your search engine for Outdoor Illinois Journal should pop us right up.
0: Okay. So, once again, what is the website they need to go to?
5: Go to outdoor.wildlifeillinois.org.
0: Okie Okay. That is so cool. That is so cool. Well, Kathy, Jose, thank you so much for coming on and opening my eyes to something new right in my own backyard of Illinois, the Outdoor Illinois Journal. And it's so expensive to subscribe to this, isn't it, Kathy?
5: <laughs> right, right. Um, click on the website, and down at the bottom you'll see a subscribe button. We're um, in the process of getting a newsletter alert that will go out every time we do um, publish news stories. And even though we're quarterly, sometimes something is such a hot topic that we will just publish it immediately. So um, that newsletter feature is going to send an email into your, uh, your box, And you can check us out, but
0: it's totally free. Cool. Well, thank you, Kathy. Thank you, Jose. Thank
5: you. Thank
0: you, Chauncey. All right, you're listening to you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us, hey? We know the outdoors. Waterworks Marine is looking to expand their five-star rated marine mechanic staff, become part of the Waterworks staff, and feel what it's like to be part of the best marine mechanic staff in the Midwest with training, benefits, good pay, and more. When people know you're a marine mechanic at Waterworks, they know you're now part of the best of the best. For job inquiries, call 708-798-9700 or contact them at waterworks.com. Tell them Chauncey sent you.
2: You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors magazine. In 95, you get 12 big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how-to and where-to-go information you can use all year long. Call 1-800-606-FISH. Inside each issue, you'll find timely, in-depth articles on fishing techniques, hunting strategies, equipment reviews, and new product showcases. Fishing or hunting, it's all covered. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH. Did you know that Midwest Outdoors magazine includes a state section for where you live? Each month you get the information that matters to you and where you hunt and fish. For You can't beat this deal. Call 1-800-606-FISH and start your adventure with Midwest Outdoors today.
3: I fish. I also clean local waterways so others can fish and swim. I help build public boat ramps for easy access to the water. I provide fishing and water safety education for kids. I maintain a healthy fish population so tomorrow's anglers can enjoy a catch. I prevent unwanted species from spreading into waters where they don't belong. I restore the condition of rivers to help fish and wildlife thrive. I fund long-term plans to protect our lakes and streams. I do all of these things and more, all because I buy a fishing license. When you buy a fishing license, you do a lot. In fact, every dollar from a license purchase protects and maintains your local waterways for future generations to enjoy. To learn more about how you can get your fishing license, go to takemefishing.org. That's takemefishing.org.
0: You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by DiamondGhostCharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready
3: to yell fish on. Down in the meadow in a itty bitty pool swam three little fishies and a mommy fishy too. Swim said the mama fishy swim if you can and they swam and they swam right over the dam. Hey this is Captain Sig off the Deadliest Cats. You're
1: listening to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Boop
3: did him dad why don't you? Boop boop did him dad why don't you? And they swam
4: Hey
0: everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors, and uh, I think it was a little over a month and a half ago or so, we had Jim O'Neill on. Jimmy, how you doing? What's going on, Chauncey? Buddy, you have been sending me pictures of, I mean, these are, these fish are so big, they're ugly, but they're pretty. <laughs>
6: <laughs> the brutes of the the brutes of the fresh water,
0: yes, the brutes of the, of Lake Michigan, um, yeah. and a lot of people, you know, especially in Illinois, they are getting some fish and stuff in the harbors, and uh, I think they need to switch over to steelhead right now, and the the salmon. I I it's just an opinion. I think the salmon. You're going to put a lot of effort, but there's more steelhead swimming around looking for eggs and stuff like that. But you've been doing a whole lot of stuff in that uh, southeast uh, Wisconsin, haven't you?
6: Home away from home, I like to call it.
0: (laughs) Your driver's license is going to have a a cow on it, right?
6: (laughs) At least least a piece of cheese.
0: At least a piece of cheese. Well, that's cool. Hey, now, um, really, you've been zeroing in on stream fishing, haven't you?
6: yeah you know um falls are always an interesting time for me because we're not really doing as much filming and work like that and the bass tournaments usually kind of end late summer of course there's options to fish all year round but for me it seems like the season kind of ends uh early fall late summer so the past you know really the last 10 years or so since i've been involved in so heavily in the fishing world Mm -hmm. um the fall has given me an opportunity to branch out and do other types of fishing um and i started my in my childhood my dad in trail creek uh michigan city indiana chasing kings that would come in you know anywhere from early september to october and that's really my core memories of like starting really getting in fishing whether it's late nights early mornings buying a lot of money or the tackle It was all based off those Indiana Kings. And then a few years later, going to college in Milwaukee, I truly learned how the stocking in Wisconsin has done so well and how the water and the reefs offshore that's a little deeper and such uh, really offer a phenomenal salmon and trout fishery. And the last two falls, and especially this fall, because of how – thick the fish have come in and Mm -hmm. how big they are. Um, We've really been able to showcase that, especially this year.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, Captain Tony on his boat, uh, Diamond Coast Charters, you know, he was telling me, you know, back in August, he says, Chauncey, these coho, they're they're like, they got, you know, shoulder pads on them. They're, they're bruisers.
6: Yeah. And that's, you know, that's what we're seeing now. If anyone who doesn't really know. The process of how it kind of goes is, especially in Wisconsin, what happens is the big silver kings, they come out in front of the harbors, um, in front of all the ports and the ditches and creeks, about, depending on the wind, you know, late August uh, to early August, early August to late August, and these fish are very silver, they're very fresh, you can troll for them, you can jig for them, um, and they're great fun, and those fish are really just staging to do their thing, to do their four-year run. And then those fish slowly come deeper into the harbors, and that's when you start seeing individuals casting the glow spoons offshore at night. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, again, that second, that's like the second part of the season, in my opinion, is that water gets a little cooler at night once that sun goes down, and those fish start creeping into shore, even though they're still staging out in the lake. Um, and that gives the opportunity to anglers to catch fresh salmon that are great to eat, that fight super hard, and still are silver in color. Now you get the right winds and you get a little rain and those fish start coming up to lay their eggs and to spawn. And um, this year we just thought it started with the King. We saw multiple large runs in different creeks, in different harbors, all the way around Lake Michigan, Michigan, Indiana, Illinois, and Wisconsin. Everyone was seeing larger than average Kings. And that was really exciting. Now, once these kings come up to the, to the creek, they'll start dropping their eggs. You'll start seeing the zombies. They'll start dying. But as that water's getting a little colder, those coho that were doing the same thing, sitting out front of those ditches, they kind of get forgotten about because everyone's fishing in the creeks for the king. Well, you spend enough time in those creeks, now these red fire truck males are being seen. Um, and that's that's if you've seen anyone that's listening, anyone that's seen on social media or any fishing sites, these bright red salmon. They are captivating this year because they're much larger than they have been in the past, mm-hmm. and people are because of that. People are really looking for them, and it's all over social media. It's all over the fishing world, um, and it's often awesome that we have that less than an hour from Chicago.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, it's just you know over the border and up the up the coastline there, and you know the fishing. You don't need. You know, you need a good rod and a good reel, of course. But, I mean, you know, you're not spending a ton of money to fish these areas, are you?
6: No, no. I mean, you can do it multiple ways, right? You can get decked out in all your gear and spend thousands, okay? But the other day, for example, um, you know, I caught I caught a coho on some spawn sack under a bobber, right? So that combo, I had a pond combo, something that I used bass fishing for. I had... 12-pound fluorocarbon on, maybe $150 for the rod and the reel. And to be fair, you can even go cheaper. Just make sure you're buying a quality product, um, not, you know, not something that's real flimsy because these fish, they're big and they fight hard. But that doesn't mean you need top of line gear. It doesn't mean you need super-heavy line. If you know how to fight a fish, you can you can fight these on just about anything, including I caught half of my coho the other day on a five-weight fly rod because my seven weight broke um and that was a workout but it just shows that no matter what you're doing if you put in the time and you put in the effort you can catch these fish in multiple different ways whether it's throwing spinners inline spinners uh flies soaking a spawn sack or skein there's many ways to catch them and the best way does change by day to day sometimes these fish prefer one over another they are out there and they can be caught. And the awesome thing is, is once these cohos go, because like you said, the kings are about done, especially down south by us. Um, and the cohos are just about rolling through now. So maybe you got a week or two left to chase those. But now we get into trout season, which I prefer because it's a little more challenging. You have less fish to, to target and count on. But you have beautiful brown trout, you have beautiful steelhead trout. And that, those fish will last. From now until the spring, and that's the really cool thing. Um, so, whether it's harbors or creeks, you can target those fish from now mm-hmm. really till about March.
1: Yeah,
0: now just so, if you're using when you say skein or uh, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> Spawn sacks. Spawn sacks. Uh, skein is when they take the whole sack of eggs out of a salmon and right. and they just kind of cut it into chunks, right?
6: Yeah, so. The skein, uh, new word, that's your vocabulary word of the day for anyone, (laughs) that is when the eggs are not loose. So um, in diameter, they're usually still a little smaller. They haven't completely developed yet. And they have a membrane around them. And that membrane keeps all those eggs together. And what's nice about that is when you make a spawn sack, you're kind of emulating that. You're trying to make it look like multiple eggs are touching because like any predatorial fish, they would rather put in the effort to get a bigger meal than a lot of effort multiple times for smaller meals. So when they see that nice chunk of egg there, they're going to eat that. And if you can have that presentation without a cloth or rubber mesh or netting around it, then you have a much better odds of triggering that catch. Mm. So that's why skein goes for a lot of money when you see anglers you know, um, selling it and stuff like that because... A, you can't replicate it. You can't, it's not made fake. It is something that has to be out of a salmon belly, and you only have a certain time to do it because as those eggs mature, they get loose, and then you can't use an them as gain. And that's when you have to start making the spawn sack.
0: Yeah, and a spawn sack is just a small piece of netting that if you close your thumb in and pointing finger, you know, index finger, uh, and made a hole, like a, you're saying the word okay. And then you put that netting over that. And you kind of push it down that hole, and then fill that hole with eggs, loose eggs, and then you tie that up. That's what we're talking about, right?
6: Yes, exactly. Um, and little, here's a little pro tip for everyone out there. Okay, here's a little cat out of the bag. The coho eggs, although to the plain eye might look very similar to the king eggs, mm-hmm. the color is slightly different, the size is slightly different. And uh, again, to the human eye, we might not be able to tell. But I'll tell you what, those steelheads, they know they know, they know that those coho are in the river last before mm. the kinks. Or after, sorry, after the kinks. So they're usually looking for those coho eggs because they know they're a little fresher and a little tastier. So that's that's your tip of the week that if mm. you have the option to throw either egg, Throw
0: the coho. Yeah. Now, not that I want to switch gears, cause I, but I use that same uh, spawn sack concept mm-hmm. with chunks of soft-shell crayfish for perch. Interesting. And you know what? I catch more than one perch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not only say I'm cheap, but... Sure, sure. <laughs> so, you know, and then later on, I mean, they, they've even, you know, people... I remember when I first was learning, you know, many years ago about salmon fishing in the river, you know, you just take, they said, well, we're using beads. And I'm like, what are you using beads for? Well, it's just a single plastic bead on above your hook. And you just let it bounce down the river.
6: Yep. And that's imitating yep. an egg. The egg, a loose egg bouncing through the current. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, throughout the place of the World, you know, people fish with uh, yarn—red or pink or orange yarn—that oh, yeah. can look like a string of eggs coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard foam. I know there's many companies now, more so out on the western bank um, of the coast, out in California, Washington, Oregon. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of manufacturers are making plastic and biodegradable eggs. You know, so fake presentations for the lure anglers out there. Mm. That want an opportunity to challenge themselves and make present a bait a different way again and catch it. When you have when you have a fall like I've had, to be honest, this I think this is the first fall I've ever had where I am interested in doing something like that because some years, I don't know, I haven't figured these fish out. I think every year these fish humble me, but it can be a real challenge uh, whether it's salmon or trout. And this year, not only because we are blessed with some. Higher, higher schools of fish and, and aggressive fish, but you know, spending these last few falls figuring out what these fish want, when they bite, and how to go through the spectrum of different baits and presentations. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned how to kind of lock in on these, and a lot of help, honestly, is from other people. Right? You do your research, and the biggest person I have to thank this year is uh, Louis Dazzo. He is a southeast Wisconsin guide. Um, young man that grew up in the Illinois fishing like myself through mm-hmm. Illinois High School Fishing and went out and did collegiate bass fishing. And he's someone, someone like me just trying to get through the fishing world and make a buck. And uh, he does a phenomenal job, and he's taught me a lot. And I had the pleasure of fishing with him. And, you know, that's, um, that's, all, that's what it's all about is well, learning. And what you was learn his... from yourself, you learn through the fish, and you learn through others.
0: What was his name again?
6: Louis Dazzo. Spell
0: that last name. D A Z Z O. D A Z Z O. So if somebody wants to look him up on online, they could just go in a search engine and go Louis Dazzo, fishing guide.
6: Yeah, or uh, on Instagram, I know he goes by the Multi Angler, and he's because uh, he fishes all over the country. You know, he sometimes guides in Florida. He's a very good guide. Also, maybe mm-hmm. we'll talk about this another time. But there's there's some crazy things that happen with the walleye in the fall on Lake yeah. Geneva. So. If you like catching big walleye that's what he's going to be guiding for for the rest of the year till the ice gets hard, so yeah,
0: they just look so pretty in a
6: frying pan <laughs> I tell you what, a <laughs> picture the pictures look great for the big mamas, but those little guys uh, you know some of them just have to come home and yeah. play play yeah. pet
0: and and real quick, you know you mentioned that uh you know. It's going to go, not so much maybe in the Illinois waters, but, you know, western Michigan uh, and some of the waters, uh, streams and rivers in Wisconsin. And western Michigan is going to have walleye and steelhead work until spring.
6: Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, it, is, it can be discouraging. Mm-hmm. Illinois offers some of the best hunting in the world. It offers some very good fishing opportunities at times, but we are we are all aware that we have some neighbors that offer a little more. Yeah. Um, so there's nothing wrong with it. No, there's nothing wrong with it. You can be from, from Chicago. You can be to the Michigan border or the Wisconsin border within one hour. Yeah. Now, yes, depending on how far north you want to go, that's up to you. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you right now, bulk states, you have opportunities for not only good freshwater fishing as in bass and panfish, but the salmon and trout, if you want to catch them, if you want to get into it and you're having a tough time in the city, branch out an hour to two and do your research. Either hire a guide like my buddy Louie or put in your time, walk these creeks, cast these harbors, and you will start figuring it out. Because they are there, and if we have another year like this year, next year, we're in for an absolute treat
1: cool well
0: jim i want to thank you for coming on the show this morning and going over some of these big salmon that are still in those streams in south south in east and southeast wisconsin uh which is just like right over the border there you know and uh and then there's always a couple of good restaurants to stop in milwaukee but we won't talk about that (laughs) <laughs> mm, good
6: food good. Kenosha and Milwaukee yes good food oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah
0: well once again thanks for coming on the program and talking to everybody and telling them how you can have a great time just an hour or two away from where you're sitting in downtown Chicago okay
6: appreciate it, Chauncey everyone get out there and tie one up that's right we'll see you in a couple of weeks okay my friend
0: sounds great can't wait alright you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors you know us hey we know the outdoors
1: Hey, man, you seen that bear go by here? A bear? Yeah,
2: man, he had on a ranger's hat.
1: A bear with a ranger's hat? Ah, oh, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, man, he had a shovel in his hand, too. Oh, did he have a picnic basket, too? No, man, not that bear. You know, like the bear that checks out the forest, man. Oh, what's he checking out, man? Well, like he's checking out for careless people, man, who start fires in the forest. Well, wow, that sounds real heavy, man. Hey, well, it is, you know, like every year some dude forgets to put out his campfire and a match or a cigarette or something else, you know, and like thousands of acres go up in smoke. Up in smoke, man? That's right, yeah, smoke, <laughs> like in fire that could burn up this place. Yeah? Yeah, and that's why the bear, he says, only you can prevent forest fires. Hey, I know that bear, man. What's his name again? Smokey Bear. Well, why do you need him for, man? Because I need a ride back to the city. <laughs> a public service of the Forest Service, USDA, your state foresters, and the Ad Council.
0: Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester is the place for that true classic Chicago hot dog and the best Italian beef sandwich large enough to share. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester also has specialties like an Italian sausage and beef combo, gyros, pasta, Italian steak, eggplant, parmesan, ribs, salads, daily specials, and even the best flame-broiled hamburgers. Make Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester. Your favorite, it's ours. Waterworks Marine is looking to expand their five-star rated marine mechanic staff, become part of the Waterworks staff and feel what it's like to be part of the best marine mechanic staff in the Midwest with training, benefits, good pay, and more. When people know you're a marine mechanic at Waterworks, They know you're now part of the best of the best. For job inquiries, call 708-798-9700 or contact them at waterworks.com. Tell them Chauncey sent you. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoywrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. That's the sound you'll hear at the Illinois Conservation Foundation Director's Hunt... Taking place on November 28th and 29th, right after Thanksgiving, at the new location, the Jim Edgar Panther Creek State Fish and Wildlife Area in central Illinois near Springfield. This hunt will include lunch and a banquet dinner on the 28th, overnight lodging, as well as breakfast on the 29th. Hunting guides and dogs will be provided if needed. For more information, go to the IL Conservation. Dot org that's i l conservation dot org for special early bird pricing and save on groups of four make your plans i'll be there get them you're listening to chauncey on chauncey's great outdoors radio network for more information contact us at chauncey media at com. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one London low dealer in the Midwest at 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the true magazine for the Midwest sportsman, at MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, Illinois where the sandwich is the sandwich. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant or a restaurant just for you and that special person at 1 South LaGrange Road in downtown LaGrange at GPItaliano.com, 708-325-4590. Diamond Ghost Charters with Captain Tony at DiamondGhostCharters.com and Ren Lake Area Tourism at RenLake.com. A little bit of heaven at Exit 77 on Interstate 57.
1: Well, let me tell you a story about a little fellow. Blocking blue with the hands of yellow, the bluegill boogie. Yeah, the bluegill boogie. When the bass ain't
0: biting and the trout are gone. And
4: there's a name to Chauncey go on Chauncey's Great out Outdoor on ESPN a. 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 1000 in
0: Chicago. Well, hey everybody, welcome back yeah, to Chauncey's blue Great blue Outdoors. Gildoors. I'm still tapping my toes to the bluegill boogie. <laughs> I hope you had fun. I mean, the, the Outdoor Journal uh, interview I thought was great. Jim O'Neill. Oh, my God. That kid can fish. Whoo, baby, that boy can fish. I, I, he, he's always a good interview. But let's get into it quick here because, you know, my grandson kind of chumped me, and he went to the Florida Keys. Let's see what he sends in his email to me because I haven't read it. Grandpa, we had a lot of fun in the Florida Keys. We went diving and boating and just walked on the beaches. But when we got back, it was not so warm. But Dad and I went to the Muskegon area, and by the ramp, I talked by the ramp, <laughs> I talked to anglers who said they caught some chinook, coho, and lake trout on Lake Michigan, uh, straight out from Muskegon Harbor. Perch were starting to bite, according to the guys that I know that were fishing Muskegon Lake. We went over there, and they were happy to see me, and they wanted to know all about Florida. Talk to you soon, your fishing magician, Aiden. Remember, Christmas is coming. (laughs) This kid. Uh, Another report we got from Michigan, it says the Detroit River, they're catching walleye from shore in the Detroit River. That's always a good thing. Hey, you know what? On uh, November 28th and 29th, the Illinois Conservation Committee uh, foundation rather is having their pheasant and quail hunt, uh, with it's called a director's hunt with Colleen Kyle, Call- These are Monday and Tuesday after Thanksgiving. Uh, there, you need to bring your own shells, steel, remember steel shells, but you know, it's such a great event because it's at the Jim Edgar Panther Creek, uh, State Fish and Wildlife Area. Monday we have a check-in, little meeting at ten thirty. Lunch, go out for the afternoon, come back, cocktails, dinner, silent raffles, and you can go fishing the next day. I mean, fishing. We go hunting the next day for those little pheasants. Sounds great to me. Check it out at the Illinois Conservation Foundation website. Well, I can hear a flute playing. Yeah, when that flute kicks, flute kicks, and tells me, "John, you got to do something." And I always like to leave you with a. A Native American proverb. And this one comes from my friend, Apensui Majuat. I think he had a little bit of comedy in this one. It says, a duck call in the hands of the unskilled is one of conservation's greatest assets. <laughs> a duck call in the hands of the unskilled is one of conservation's greatest assets. Oh, Op Sue, you are so right on that one. That's because he's been in the blind with me, he knows. Hey, once again, please remember, we don't own the woods, the rain, the storm, or the fish we catch, or the pheasants we're chasing,
1: or the deer we harvest. We're borrowing it all from our children's children. See you next week, everyone.